it flows better and the couple find the confidence in you personally and go, yeah, okay, cool. So let's sit down and we'll talk about the run sheet. We'll talk about the reception and what plans you have in place. Um, but then again, some people are like, no, nah, you just do you, Brad. Like, that's what we chose you for and uh, we just want to party and we want the games and we want the GoPro footage and we want the bubble guns and the confetti cannons. Yeah. You're like, what? I Who are these couples? Yeah. You know? I feel like, like <laughs> when they when they want that vibe, like it's even more important that there's they're still structure and there's yeah. someone there that's like, that's managing that process as well. Yeah. Because like it's, when it's like, when it's like super loose, then suddenly things can run late. The dance floor opens up at 9.30 mm -hmm. instead uh -huh. of 8.30. Like there still needs to be that level of structure and level of planning. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast, where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free, and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Welcome back to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast. You are with Matt and Tim today. G'day, mate. How are you doing? What is happening? I'm doing well, Matt. I'm doing well. I'm uh, super pumped. We got a we got a crazy, crazy one today. I'm uh, I'm I'm so excited to get this bloke on. We've been trying for a long, long time to get this dude on. But um, look, man, week has been insane. Doing some really, really like cool stuff. Cool weddings. Epic couples. It's just things are falling in place, man. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, same, mate. Trying to uh, get into a bit of a routine, obviously, with my little yes. fella. He's eight weeks old now. So, uh, yeah, just trying to get into a routine, get back into the office and, uh, yeah, really work out that uh, work-life balance, which, you know, everybody always struggles with and it's always an interesting time. So, uh, the dad, the dad yeah, life. We're, try we're, we're getting there. Yeah. We're look, getting man, there. It's, <laughs> it's an adjustment. like, And it, it doesn't... It does not happen overnight. I think anyone listening who has kids, like especially as a like creative business owner, it is it is not easy to find that balance. So good on you for trying. It's not, especially when like you know I was used to my wife being out of the house, you know, like five six days a week working, and now she's home, you know, twenty four seven, <laughs> which is great. Um, but I working from home also have an issue with uh the fact that it's you know it's hard to like just ignore the crying baby or the you know my wife trudging around the house doing Mate, stuff you know and i feel bad so did i yeah. not tell you this like you cannot keep up the same like amount of efficiency as you do with kids watch me watch <laughs> me watch me go i'm gonna gonna get there anyway <laughs> that's enough about me <laughs> uh but what's we today is uh, as you said we're bloody excited for today and it's been uh it's been a time and uh you know we we've been uh discussing having this gentleman on yeah. for a long time and uh it's it's a time. We'll give the audience a bit of a, <laughs> a bit of a hint. He's a uh, he's a pink flamingo. He's my favourite pink flamingo. It's the uh, the one and only the Brad, the colourful celebrant. Hey mate, yo. <laughs> <laughs> was, that a, was that a good the whole intro he's like sitting there like if you're obviously you aren't watching this if you're listening in the car currently right so the whole intro he's like sitting there he's pulling out a ukulele because he's gonna sing us a jingle soon he's like doing all this weird stuff and me and tim are trying to do an intro and i was like trying not to laugh that entire time so uh you know i don't know where today's gonna go i'm a bit scared tim um but i'm oh, bloody excited yeah look, i think it's gonna go a little bit left field but no it's gonna be fun it's always fun 
every wedding I have with this bloke, it is wild. We have the best time. We have some crazy chats, brother. I love it. I love it. Welcome it's to the true. show, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm amazing. finally here. It's nice. I wasn't available a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, we've spoken about it a few times and it's like, oh, oh okay, next week, next week. And yeah. then, you know, yeah. it's been about, I, don't, I feel like we, we jumped on here about two months ago and we started to have a bit of a chat about what we're going to talk about. And then, uh, anyway, we've made yeah. it. Here we are. <laughs> Life got busy, baby. Life got busy. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, look, it's a, it's a crazy time for winning professionals at the moment and for, for a lot of, a lot of people. Um, around the world, but um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. I think um, I don't think the the pink flamingo has given it away to to many people. No, <laughs> so who no. who is Brad? What do you do, mate? Give us the story. Well, Brad is uh, is a, is a celebrant. I'm a married celebrant, registered married celebrant since 2020. What a year to do uh, your registration and be and be finalised to start marrying people at the start of a pandemic. That's, that's crazy, know? mate. 20, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. What a year. Uh, originally started doing like wedding singer stuff. Um, entertaining. So I played in bands for like 10, 15 years over and over again. Couldn't help myself. Missed all the the live, you know, um, entertaining and the on top of the stage, dancing around, throwing myself around like a cathartic kind of release. And uh, here I am. I'm... Uh, Tying knots and ruffling feathers. If you haven't seen the the t shirt yet, let me see if I can find it. Hang yeah. on, here it for is. those, yeah, for the, for those listening. So Brad, the colourful celebrant, has a <laughs> has an epic epic brand, and uh, his his persona is just it's just unique. It's super unique. It's super Brad, um, and I absolutely love it. The pink flamingo is obviously the uh, the main the main star. It's the not uh, me. The flamingo. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, <laughs> bit of David Attenborough get into your exactly. life. Exactly, exactly. I feel like though, like Tim loves a good brand, right? Like mm-hmm. you know. And I, before we even dive in, how did maybe like the flamingo? Where did it yeah, come I love from? It. Tell us more, because I feel like if you're listening out there, you're not just going to be like pink flamingo. What the freaking hell are these two <laughs> retards talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Like you know, we need a little more info. Well, so the flamingo came about. So one of my best mates, who's been my graphic designer with the actual logo itself. He, uh, he sort of came up with the idea of like, hey, I'm going to throw a flamingo in the mix. I'm going to throw some sharkers on there because I love throwing a sharker with the couples. Um, and then like just sort of made the flamingo more so me. So like the hair swoop over, the tatties, the vans, <laughs> the 3Xs being straight edge. Shout out to the straight edge. Uh, and then it all just came together. So yeah, it was more so the perfect animal um, that I could sort of relate to, I guess, in a way. I love to just sort of stand there and you know, be the center of attention in some way or not. Um, yeah, before, the, before the wedding kicks off, I liked that moment. And then it's all about the couple. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. Did we say you're a celebrant? I don't know if we've said that yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yeah, you, we, yeah. Have. <laughs> we have. We have. That's, that's, <laughs> I, I introduced like, Brad. I didn't know if yeah. we were just talking, saying that you're you're a flamingo and you come <laughs> to weddings and stand there. That's all. I didn't know. Tim wants to put the Tim flamingo on board. Tim's like, oh, the Tim flamingo. His actual, his actual, I, like, I, <laughs> his name, my name that comes up on his phone is the human flamingo. It doesn't say Brad. It just True says story. human flamingo. Yeah. 
True story. Like if we, I was just wondering if we went to like you know the Sydney CBD and you know you walk past those people being mimes and then we walk past this dude dressed up as a pink flamingo and that's what we'd find was you. Is it Brad? Just, Who just, knows? Just, yeah, <laughs> was just uh, confirming that you are a civil celebrant, is, as we said, is, and true, you yeah. just like to get a yeah. little bit different and a little bit wild, and yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's definitely cool to see you know like your brand and like Tim always goes on about brand and how much he loves a good brand yeah. identity and yeah. you look even though I'm currently scrolling your website and uh, you've definitely got some good brand identity on there at the moment and um, I love it I think it's great also shit, like don't feel like I'm polarized at all because I'm not I just I like that party energy I like that the whole like hype guy no one asked for kind of thing and then here I am so this is what you get you know yeah. the best the yeah, best thing great. about it man is that you are Super unique, but super personal as well. And look, yeah. I've been to I've been to many ceremonies that you've done, and yeah, I just love the bright vibe. You bring energy, like you make you bring that yeah. energy, and just like it flows onto the couple and to the guests and to the audience, yeah. and it, it just works so well. But yeah, look, we're we're getting excited. We're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I think put us three blokes like in a room. It's oh man, like it's it's going to be hard to keep these uh, energy down. But there would be no legs <laughs> left on furniture. Those legs would be chewed off. <laughs> you like that? that was good, wasn't it? Oh, that was good. All right. So you've been a celebrant since 2020. So you're in the music scene before that. So what like what shifted you to move from like music into into the world of a celebrant? Well, uh, at the time, I was actually uh, relocating from from Melbourne to Newcastle. Uh, moved into my grandparents' place. My grandfather's an ex-vet, um, and he had a cleaner who was actually a marriage celebrant. And I was practicing some songs during my wedding singer stage uh, for one of my best mates' weddings. And I came upstairs, and this particular uh, celebrant was cleaning my grandparents' house and was like, got any business cards? I really like your voice. I'm not tuning my own horn here. She said those exact words. And uh, I was like, no, I don't. And she said, oh, I'm a celebrant. I, I could, you know, recommend you to couples that are looking for a musician. Uh, and then I picked a brain for probably a good, uh, about an hour or two. And then within a week, I was locked in, ready to do the the uh, certificate. So, and then from there, I just, yeah, go, go, go. I haven't stopped. So like, nothing sort of slows me down. I'm like, oh, what can I do now? Oh, what about this? You know? Yeah, so it's good fun. It. I love it. I should have done it years ago, boys. I should have done it years ago. But here we are, um, and I'm loving it. Yeah, amazing, man. And so I suppose good. like you, you've so definitely good. taken your own like approach to it. Um, like you've <laughs> definitely added your own flair, your own like human flamingo spice to it. Um, but like for you, like what what is the role like of a celebrant, and like how like how do you do things differently that I suppose are kind of against the traditional sense of a celebrant? Uh, so I guess we all fairly well, fairly much do the same thing as each other. So legally, we're supposed to sign paperwork. Legally, we're supposed to say the mandatory the mandatory vows. We're supposed to say a monotum. And really, we can do anything in between that. So we can do a big thank you, everybody, for being here. We can do a little, um, basically, like whatever the couple wants. So I come to a couple and go, hey, this is your questionnaire. Your ceremony is a blank canvas for me. So here are some options, like a silver platter service in that questionnaire of like all different ideas that they can throw in there. Um, and then they basically say, hey, Brad, we like this, we like that, we don't want this and we don't want that. And uh, really, instead of a 45-minute ceremony that a lot of, you know, maybe the older generation have probably experienced, um, I like to sit at, you know, between 20 and, and 30 minutes, no more. Because uh, 
if I don't want to stand in the sun and it's a hot day, I don't think the couple and their wedding party and their guests want to sit or stand uh, longer than that time frame. So, yeah, we, we have a good time. We try and we try and have fun. You know, that's the main thing. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. what I suppose, like, what is it about, you know, like, like being a celebrant and like as part of your process that, like, you can like add in your own flair to this? So, do you like what? Let's let's go back. So, what's your like client process like? And when a client like books with you, like, what are the things that you go through that like allow the couple to bring out like their uniqueness or allow you to bring out, you know, like some of like your personality in there? The first question I ask is, are you looking to have a party or are you looking to have you know just like a, an informal, casual type ceremony? And usually, I know what type of couple they are. So they're just sort of like. We really want to have fun. We really want to have some laughs. We want everybody to be engaged, but we also want you to tell our story the way that we want it told. Um, that's about us and not just, you know, people see them on Facebook and go, oh yeah, we've got a house, we've got a car, we've got a dog, et cetera, et cetera. It's more, what do you, what do you want in the ceremony? And a lot of the time, like I would say 90% of guests will come back to me and go, we don't actually know what we want. We just, we just like what you do. We read reviews, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I kind of come to them with ideas and say, look, do you want a party? Like I said, do you want a party or do you want something, you know, intimate, lighthearted, super engaging, and then straight into formalities for your reception or whatever you choose to do after that. So, yeah. As part of like mine process, I, I like when a couple books, I'll send them a questionnaire. Um, yeah. I'll ask a bunch of questions. Matt, like mm -hmm. Matt does the same. And like, it gives us the opportunity to like really understand like who, who are these people? Like, what is it about, you know, like Rebecca and, and Tony that make, it Rebecca and Tony. Like, what are the little things that are just unique to them? Um, yeah. And it's hard when you ask that question, hey, because like if you ask them, they may not be able to like tell you, but giving them the time to like think about it, write it, it's like you, you may get a bit more of a like an in depth answer. Um, yeah. And they're the little like pieces of like nuggets that I use like when I piece together like their story and put together a yeah. film. Um, yeah. But I suppose like, as a, as a celebrant as well, like you could go so many like different ways with this, hey? Like you can take yeah. that information, yeah. you can just make it whatever, like yep. whatever you want, yep. a little bit of a roasting and I'm, yep. I'm seeing more of the roastings at celebrant ceremonies these days. <laughs> hey, Matt. <laughs> yeah. There's been some good ones lately too, hasn't there? <laughs> I feel it, it's adding, it's adding a bit more like, there's always that sort of awkward period between say like, um, they do their vows and then they exchange rings and you can kind of have a bit of fun with you know, their wedding party, or you can actually have some fun with them personally as, as a couple. So um, I like to throw in some vows during the exchanging of rings rather than, you know, the, the wedding party. So I will use some of their like, you know, most annoying traits about someone and, and throw it in the mix for exchanging wedding rings and then saying, you know, please repeat after me. And then they kind of have to do it and they don't really know what's coming and it's really fun. So <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah. good. Yeah. I'm so sick at the moment of, uh, I don't, this sounds really bad, but like listening to uh, like the stories of couples that are like going back to like when they first met in 1901 and the yeah. whole like progression of how they got to today. So like anything that's different and new at the moment, I'm all about because I, I feel like obviously I do be doing a lot of weddings and like even this year, I've probably already shot like 30 or something weddings, 35 weddings, yeah. something crazy. And I'm like, I get to that point of the time, like of the ceremony and I'm like, oh, okay, this is my time just to take a step back, yeah. <laughs> walk to the back of the like ceremony and put my hands in my pockets because like 
there's only so much I can do. And they're just standing there, like staring at you and uh, waiting for you to essentially tell the story that they already know and probably all their guests already know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's my, uh, that's maybe my, what's my, what's the word I mean? What's the word with me? What's irks me this week? That's what yeah. irks me this week. <laughs> the irking of Matt. Oh, yeah. I, lo- I love that. <laughs> I, I listen to so many ceremonies. Like every week I'm listening to ceremonies and I'm trying to piece together a story and I can hear the same things typically a lot. And like Matt, I, I agree, man, because it's when you hear like the story of how they met, but it's just like it's told in just such a like a potentially a formal way and it's like it's not it's not interesting enough i don't think especially whenever it meets on tinder yeah another <laughs> another tinder love story the <laughs> tinderella story yeah. they like to call it oh tinderella that's tinderella. a good one that's always a tinder uh, that's better than tinder love story that we hear week in and week yeah. <laughs> there's some yeah. good ones down there boys there's some very good tinderella what's, stories what's, out there. what's What's Bumble? What What's your Bumble? Er- is it Bumbrella? <laughs> Bumber- Bumbrella. Bumber- yeah. Bumbrella. I don't know what me. I'm gonna the think hell of a, you voice talking I'm going to think of a Bradism, Matt, and I'll get back to you on the Bumble. <laughs> Thank you. Can you also add that into your jingle? That'd be great. <laughs> I, I could totally do that. I would totally do that for you. <laughs> oh, well, oh, we're sidetracked already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this right. is going to happen a lot. But look, let's, 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 br- let's bring it back. I suppose, like, what makes like uh, an interesting like ceremony, especially from like an interesting like film when like I use like so much dialogue, like, and even like during a ceremony, Matt and I work together like bloody all the time. Like we're like, yeah, like that's really, I'm sick of that's you really too. good. <laughs> I love you. Um, but <laughs> like when we, when we can hear and like listen and see like the story, like unfold about a couple told from a celebrant, that's in such like a humorous way or that it's in a way that's just so like unique to the couple. Um, yeah, you know, like a little bit of joke, a little bit of a roasting, especially if it's like what the couple want. Um, mm-hmm. I find I put a lot more of that like into the couple's story rather than just, you know, the couple met at something campus from a Tinder chat, you know, like it's, yeah, it's just those things that are different. I think that are like intriguing me now and it, it's, yeah. It's probably the same for that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I also think like, it's not even just from a like storytelling perspective, but even just from like overall vibe, like it, even the oldies I've seen when like, when there are weddings that are like, you know, and like celebrants are out there doing something different, even the oldies enjoy it. And you're the, like, typically they're the ones we're thinking they're not going to enjoy it. But I feel like they've been around so long that they've seen the same old, same old for so long that they're kind of excited by something that's a little bit out there, a little bit different told in a different way yep. and it, like for no matter what age group where like you know you're really promoting what the couple want from the day yeah. so like when you're going back to the start and you were saying hey like you know like do you guys like want to have a party do you want to have a like you know a little bit more of an informal vibe yeah. like what's your vibe for the day right. and if you can create that vibe and nail it for them it's going to create the atmosphere for the entire mm-hmm. day from the second that you get like your guests get there and that you're finishing the ceremony because if it's a bit of a morbid time in the old ceremony it's going to become a morbid wedding you know (laughs) like it's not that exciting um but if we're bringing the vibe we're going to get the vibe and like you know i said this last week on the line of the podcast we've done recently like you know if you you know if you want the vibe you got to bring the vibe and if the vibe's not there it's really hard to create the vibe uh I don't know. Me and Tim do a good job of trying to bring it sometimes, but far out, it takes some effort. (laughs) It's like keeping a dead horse sometimes. (laughs) Truly, though, like I will, I will mention to couples and say, "Look, we will meet up like five times, literally before the ceremony starts." And if I receive their questionnaire and I'm starting to write their story, and I'm like, 
I need more. I need them to elaborate. I will literally reach out to them and say, hey, um, you know, this is what I need from you. Can you elaborate a bit on this? Because you've you've sort of used like, oh yeah, I swiped right. Um, you know, he or she said, I like to, I like Marvel movies. I'm like, okay, cool. So what's a standout one and what movies do you guys see? And what would be part of that movie that you could, you know, reflect on as, as a couple? Like, is there a particular Marvel character or whatever that you can go, hey, that's us to a T? Yeah. Or they can say, oh, look, um, they don't put the empty toilet roll in the bin when they finish with it. I'm like, okay, so if you ask them like, you know, five times a day or do you ask them like, you know, seven days a week? Like what what's your sort of plan of attack when you're like, hey, I need this from you. Um, and I'll send text messages, I'll do emails, I'll give them a phone call. Um, and if they like to, I like to throw in a bit of a theme thing. So um, I did a wedding back in 2021 and they were huge Liverpool football supporters. And I reached out to the bride <laughs> and I was like, yo, how do you feel about this? I will surprise your soon-to-be husband in a Liverpool home jersey kit. And she's like, oh my God, yes, but don't wear it during the ceremony, do it during the reception. So I did. So I turned up uh, in a Liverpool home jersey kit, wore it to the wore, like wore it in the reception period, had the curtains over me, and in I come. And like James, his name was, was like in tears. He was so stoked. But it's just that out-of-the-box idea, you know? Like, I, I reach out to the couples and go, I really like what you've done here with this question that I've asked you. How do you feel about this? Like, how do you feel about me bringing a box of gluten-free donuts with me or, like, a Domino's pizza box because that's what you first shared together on your first date? Or, you know, something that's kind of like them. It's symbolic to them rather than just telling the story. I like to do that kind of thing as well. So, I don't know if there's other celebrants, but that's what I like to do, so. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. I had a... um. It was a long time ago. It was probably like a year or two ago. And um, the the groom's surname was Jig. And um, <clears throat> like this is completely like off the cup. And then the ce- the celebrant was like telling the story. And like they met at um, a UTS campus. And he's like, um, the, I, won't, I won't say the bride's name. But yeah, the bride like comes to campus and she wanted to get jiggy with it. And then started playing like the music. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and everyone was just in stitches, man. Like the ceremony had to stop for like three minutes because like everyone was just like on the floor, like absolutely laughing their head off. And it was, it was so, so good. And like, that's, that's probably like the first thing like that comes to mind, but like just making it like so like unique. And even yeah. if it is off the yeah. cuff, like, I just, yeah, I love that. Absolutely love yeah. that. So good. I, I feel like as well, like the, uh, at times when like celebrants take it to the next level, like. I know like we harp on about it all the time and we're all about like, you know, making sure that, you know, the day's all about you. At the end of the day, like the experience for everybody is so good. Like you just said there, like if you have to stop the ceremony for three minutes because everyone is having the best time ever, bloody do it. (laughs) You know, like it doesn't really matter. Like at the end of the day, like I feel like sometimes ceremonies um, like have been, I don't know, like held as if they're like sacred, so Mm. to speak, sort of Mm. thing. And they need to be like done a specific way or traditionally done this way. Like, you know, like I, we speak about this all the time as well on here being like, you know, there's because someone has done something in the past doesn't mean you need to do it like that too. And like the amount of people that feel like they need to apologize to us because they don't want to do, let's see if we take it back to photo or video, like, you know, they don't want to do prep. Okay, well, don't do it. That's fine. You know, like I don't mind if you don't do it that way. Like, so why, I don't know why there's this thing about ceremonies and the fact that they need to be done in a certain way, but like it, the tides are definitely changing. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, not I, enough. I th- <laughs> yeah. I th- and I think like we keep bringing it back to like, just make the day yours, like find um, out what's important to you. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like choose vendors that align with your values, align with your vision. Like choose vendors that want to like bring that type of energy that you want and and go for it. And like right. that's like as a as a vendor, that's all I want. I want my couples to do the things that they want to do and I want to capture like the magic that's there. Like, yeah, there's sometimes, you know, like the whole like like candy thing, we capture what's there. There's other times that we help like direct and it's like I don't know, like we're not we're not flies on the wall. Like we're like we're feet on the ground, we're interacting, mm-hmm. like we're we're with like guests, we're interacting with them, like I'm chatting to mum and dad, I'm understanding like who's who and trying to like get involved into the party. Cause that's what I feel like couples want us there. Like if if couples really wanted us to just, you know, just there to do a service and that's it, then potentially I think they felt like they've got the wrong vendor. Mm. But um mate, let's while we're talking about, you know, like couples, like what would you say like your ideal couple is? Like are, are there are there certain traits about a couple that like appeal to you? I feel like there's a connection. If you don't connect or feel like you're on the same wavelength with celebrant or any other vendors that you're going to work with it can be quite difficult i suppose for the for the couple as well because they might come to you and go oh we really like your vibe and we love this and we love that and they don't really want pretty much any of the options that you kind of throw at them then you sort of say well maybe they're not for me but i i personally haven't come across that couple i've been very very lucky um but i would say the ones that just go you do you brad that's what we chose you for we want you for you not we don't want you to wear a, a, a black jack, like a black suit jacket and a white shirt with a, a red bow tie. We want you to like, just do you. That's why we chose you. And, and they're my, they're my favorite responses in, you know, in, in leads that come through. And, um, the ones that really go, wear your flamingo jacket or wear your bright pink jacket because <laughs> that's you. Then I sort of question that and go, well, if I'm your MC, then I will wear that jacket. Cause I don't want to take that attention away from the couple, but also, you know, I guess too, we, they, they as the couple have colors that they want to have for their ceremony and, and you don't want to ruin that just to be the standout flamingo, you know, in the crowd. So, um, yeah. but I love that about a couple that come out and say, just be you, Brad. That's what we want you there for. Um, you can wear any color, but I do come back to them and say, look, are there pictures of me you've seen previously in outfits that will work for you the best? Um, and then they'll come back to me and go, yeah, we like that that pink jacket, that baby pink jacket rather than the big fluoro one, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's and good. Then, and then all the bridesmaids are wearing pink as well. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want to, you don't want to match. And then there's sometimes like you'll turn up with like a, uh, like a, a bone pair of pants. And then, you know, they're, they're one of their wedding parties are wearing bone colored pants. You're like, that's what I asked. I just want to make sure we're not going to clash any way yeah. possible. <laughs> so they're the you don't want to look like you're part of the bridal party. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> it's, uh, it's happened before. <laughs> It's cool. It's cool when they go, how long have you known this couple for? But I think I just don't want to do it. Don't want to clash with the colors unless they say wear this. So yeah. um, standout couples are the ones like Bledy, uh, Blake and Vetti, where they were just like, yo, you just wear whatever, Brad. Like you just turn up and uh, and just do your thing. And Tim, you would remember their wedding quite well. Oh, um, they were on the potty a couple of, they were, a couple of months yeah. ago. Um, yeah. Oh God, I love those guys. They were yeah. an absolute vibe. And they, they are the definition of a perfect couple because they, they just said, yeah. look, you're like, you're the expert here. Like we, yeah. like, this is who we are. We want you to capture that. Do your thing. And that was yeah. it. 
Yeah. End product was amazing. So good. Yeah. A party to, to remember. I wish I, I wish I was a part of that wedding. That every time you talk about it, I'm like, damn it. <laughs> one day, <laughs> Jealous. Man, one day. <laughs> yeah. One day. When they get married, second marriage. <laughs> when they uh, renew their vows, we'll all I'll come. <laughs> oh. The trio of trouble will be at a wedding soon enough, I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, yeah. I feel like it'd be dangerous. All three of us at a wedding. It's always dangerous. I think that's cool too. Like when you, when you like you you would obviously know, and you've spoken about this before on the pod. Like choose vendors that have worked together, and they have that sort of rapport that they've already built with each other from previous weddings. That way, you know the 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 actual day is just going to run so well. Everyone's bouncing off each other's energy and not trying to be you know don't want to step on anyone's toes too, right? So the three of us, we know how we operate. Um, and we'll then cast you in twenty twenty four. Yeah, twenty twenty four, baby. Let's go. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. So I, I guess like obviously like you know we've spoken a lot about you as a, as a celebrant, right? And we know that you've Touch you've base. touched base on being an MC. So like I guess what are the benefits of having the celeb you as a celebrant and then also being an MC as well? I got asked this question uh, last uh, a couple of months ago, and um, the question was I like to ask have have you personally been and then like an MC for a friend at a wedding. That's the one question that I like to ask couples reaching out and saying, hey, look, um, we're not sure if we want an MC, but we're going to ask a mate. And chances are um, the mate is very confident, loves to get boozy, and will just like just be like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah, that's cool. So personally, using a friend, you'd have to know that they don't drink. They're not going to get too boozy, and they're going to bounce off the venue manager, the kitchen staff, the photographers, the videographers, because there's a run sheet to follow. Um, I personally just say to couples, look, I, this is how I operate. I help you guys out with a run sheet. Um, this is pretty much how it's worked in the past at this particular venue that I've done uh, receptions for. And that's just how it sort of fl it flows better. And the couple find the confidence in you personally and go, yeah, okay, cool. So let's sit down and we'll talk about the run sheet. We'll talk about the reception and what plans you have in place. Um, but then again, some people are like, no, nah, you just do you, Brad. Like that's what we chose you for. And, uh, we just want to party and we want the games and we want the GoPro footage and we want the bubble guns and the confetti cannons. Yeah. You're like, what? I Who are these couples? Yeah. You know? I feel like, like <laughs> when they, when they want that vibe, like it's even more important that they're, there's still structure and there's yeah. someone there that's like, that's managing that process as well. Yeah. Cause like it's. When it's like when it's like super loose, then suddenly things can run late. The dance floor opens up at nine thirty mm -hmm. instead uh -huh. of eight thirty. Like there still needs to be that level of structure and level of planning. Mm -hmm. Um, and and as I was saying before, like yes, like you need to bring the vibe, but still needs to be like someone there managing that whole process. And I'm more for like if you've got like a a friend for like that is an absolute vibe and you want mm -hmm. them to be MC, like. That's cool. Uh, I have no issues with it, but sometimes it can lead to certain things just because they may be new to the role, maybe not telling certain staff when things are happening or things do run late or not, you know, like not reading like the room properly. Um, yeah. But typically, I I'd probably say most of the time, if it's a friend emceeing, things mm -hmm. will run late. Dance floor will, will open a lot later than like anticipated planned. Mm-hmm. 
And the other downside of that too is not even just that the thing's opening later is the fact that like as photographers, videographers, maybe even as an MC, you know, like if you're getting paid to be there and you go over your scheduled time. So mm-hmm. let's say you book us for eight, 10 hours, whatever it is. I don't know how it works with like celebrants and MC vibes, but for photo video, we definitely get booked for a certain number of hours. And like, you know, if things aren't rolling into place at the correct time or they are getting pushed over, like we're then having to go and approach the couple and be like, hey, like just letting you know, we still have like a fair bit to do and I'm finishing in 20 minutes. Like, do you want me to stay? Because mm-hmm. if you want me to stay, it's X amount of dollars. And like, it's just an awkward conversation to have. Um, and I feel like it's something that's probably not necessary and we can definitely get around that if you do have someone who is quote unquote professional MC, um, you know, uh, it doesn't necessarily, I don't know about the professional part, but definitely someone that's happy to be an MC and knows what's going on. Um, you know, it definitely, it definitely does. Uh, I guess, you know, it just ex- like elevates the experience for the couple without them even knowing that the experience has been elevated because they don't know what's happening behind the scenes. No, I think too, like I always say to couples, you, your guests are sheep. We need a border collie to keep the sheep engage know exactly what's going on, where to go what <laughs> to need, do we need a full human flamingo running that's around. right so i play the border collie role quite well i feel like i do um but i guess like because you, the guests need to know what's happening like there's a run sheet to follow and i feel like when you've done it so many times like myself and so many other mcs there's a there's a flow and it's almost like muscle memory we just know what to say when to say it and how the actual reception is going to flow um Whereas like, if you just had somebody else to do it, they'll just go, oh yeah, cool. So there's going to be some speeches now. Um, please grab a drink. And it's it's not lively, but then again, maybe some people like the, the sort of like mundane, like just sort of let it happening. Whereas I kind of like go in there and I'll go, when I say make some, you say noise. And then they'll repeat back to me. I've got their attention. Like in a classroom, I guess, you know, you do the clap, clap, clap thing. Um, <laughs> and then that you sort of let them know. You sort of get, the, there's that, professionalism where it's like here's five minutes grab yourselves a drink have a seat we're going to start speeches or you know um we're going to do an entrance for the the wedding party and and the the newlyweds please grab yourselves a drink please be upstanding um etc etc so i feel like if you want that find yourselves a professional mc otherwise you know go with a friend that's super confident and has been to weddings before and seen how their MCs operate as well. So Yeah, love it. I have a question for you Uh-oh. because uh, <laughs> I am actually an MC this weekend. <laughs> and so I, I, my little sister's getting married on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, Tim cool. is going to be the videographer right. and I've been, been tasked to be the MC. Yeah. Right? So as a newbie MC, that is, uh, I'm going to say, been to some weddings before. What is there? Is there one piece of advice you would give a newbie MC that may not be me, uh, but just in general out there, you know, if someone's listening and they're an MC for their friend's wedding slash mm-hmm. sister's wedding coming up on Saturday, okay. uh, what one piece of advice would you give? Stick to the mid-strength beers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't, Tim, no. clap. Tim just no. clapped and his lights turned <laughs> off. <laughs> Tim's got those. I'm in, I'm in a blackout. I'm in a blackout now. Oh, <laughs> oh you're joking. Happening. No, he's not. He's just, he just was a rookie and didn't charge his batteries. <laughs> How about that timing part? Oh my God. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Other than mid-strength beers, one more. Give me, give me a, like, a, you know, is there a one-liner that you think that everybody uh, needs to hear at a wedding? Is there, uh, you know, what's your, what's your best one-liner? Besides, you best one-liner? expect the unexpected because it's definitely going to, it's definitely going to happen. You're going to, you're going to be thrown under the bus 
or you're going to be thrown into the into the deep end and you'll have to sort your way out because it's oh we've changed we've changed the plan we're not going to cut the cake we're just going to go straight into this or we're going to do that or something or can can you can we do a game can you do a game for us matt and then you'll go what game sure 100 percent shoe game here we go let's yeah. do it um, <laughs> I, that, but i guess for me that's the benefit right of being going like going to weddings is like i'm typically probably the one on the other side like annoying you by changing yeah. what's yeah. happening because i'm being selfish because the sun's setting and i want to get out there or something like that so like i could i could i can roll with that i can roll with that because <laughs> so as a rookie mc for your first time ever please check and and when there's things happening check with your videographer and your photographer on yeah, that's what time one. frame they're going to be okay to do speeches or be set up for the first dance or be set up for an entrance, etc. Have I worked with Tim me, too many times? Um, I feel like that's a Tim and I thing. It probably is. Oh, me, okay. me and Tim are so in sync. I shouldn't have to tell him. He should just know I'm going to pick up the microphone and start talking. <laughs> oh, I'm bringing, I'm bringing a separate camera just so I can like have that on you the, the whole boopers. time. <laughs> Mike yeah, and then we'll make a real we'll, we'll make a real out of it for making yeah. epic. <laughs> Mike him, Mike him up for maybe I'll, this MC is so maybe shit. I'll, maybe I'll maybe <laughs> I'll maybe I'll introduce myself as uh, Matt from Make It Epic oh. Wedding Podcast. Oh, eh? oh nice, nice. Oh, we're, we're not thinking Make It Epic already. <laughs> Podcast sensation. No, Matt Ashton. No, maybe we'll maybe we'll just like maybe that can be an offshoot of Make It Epic. We'll start offering MC oh. gigs. <laughs> nice. Yes. Uh, stay out of this. Nice. We'll hire. We'll hire Brad. Nice. Please do. Please do. I'm. I'm all yours. Perfect. I've got a. I've got a question for you. All right. And it's um. It's. I think it's coming up a little bit lately. But where is the best place to stand as a celebrant during the ceremony? I like to ask the couple where they'd like me to stand. Mm, so personal. Some of them. Some of them like to keep that traditional thing about a ceremony. And then others uh, would usually say, oh, we don't mind, like wherever. So usually if you're going to, like, I'll, I'll stand in the middle sometimes. Um, I'll stand to the side more more than more than um, any other time because I just feel like I'm 6'5", right? Like, no one needs me to be standing like an arbor height right, like, right next to them as a third wheel. Like, it looks beautiful, I'm sure, in photos of me with the couple. Um, but no one needs me that whole ceremony period. So I like to stand to the side... That's more comfortable for me personally. There might be other celebrants that like to stand in the dead middle and like get real close and like breathe on them. Um, that's not really my thing. Uh, because you're telling them their story and the only time that I like to kind of go and stand with the couple to make that moment is during the mandatory stuff, um, exchanging of the rings, maybe some funny vows in there as well. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's I like to stand at the side because, you know, again, six foot five. No one needs me next to them, breathing on them, um, and looking down on their on their their scalp. You know, maybe they've got a bit of, <laughs> bit of dandruff, a bit of, bit of fluff. Or you could a bit be of, like t- you could be like pollen. Tim and be a little bit bald on top oh, too. That'd be amazing. Mate, there's a receding hairline that I know about. The double crown. You know? <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that's where I like to stand to the side. Uh, maybe I might come forward a little bit if I'm doing like a bit of a um, you know this side can vote and that side can vote during some parts of the ceremony. But um, yeah, I like to stand to the side. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. I, I suppose, yeah. like as a like as a videographer, um, and same with same with the tongs. Like during the first kiss, like it's it's a pretty like mm. special moment. Like I mm. I don't typically like seeing like the celebrant in there for that, especially you right. know when you yeah. zoom in and you focus in, you can just see you know some lips coming together, and there's just a yeah. celebrant there in yeah. the middle smiling. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're hooking up. Woo! It's, kind of, it's so awkward. Could be, could be worse. So did, weird. Did you, uh, Tim? Did you see what I sent you the other day from my from the, the wedding I shot on the weekend? I did. I, did. <laughs> I had a I had a, a celebrant uh, just like have a little peek around the corner as they were having a kiss. <laughs> she was like behind them, and then like kind of took a step to the right, and then just like around the outside of the groom behind his back, and gave a little thumbs up, and then like. Linear scooted on back again and i was like yeah. oh, okay that was a new one <laughs> yeah and it's a couple of weeks ago i had a wedding where the maid of honor actually pulled the celebrant like out from the middle mm, so like i've good. got a video of like her yanking the celebrant by the arm good you could probably use that for promo team be like the the do's and do nots of being a celebrant uh by oh. above the low visuals there you go <laughs> we use make it epic so it yeah. doesn't get in trouble yeah yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. That works. That works. well look mate so good. it's been an absolute bore tell yeah. the people where can we find you how can we get in how can we reach out how can we contact the human flamingo brad from the colorful celebrant you can contact me via instagram the colorful celebrant you can also find me at hello at the colorful or you can go to my website www.thecolorfulcelebrant.com.au Jump on there, feel the vibe, get involved, send me an inquiry and uh, organize Tim and Matt to be your the togs in the, the video and uh, I'll be there too as your celebrant MC. Let's go, baby. Because yeah. <laughs> all and be yeah, alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, de- definitely won't be boring. Definitely won't be no. boring. <laughs> no. But also, no, but no also if, you want a, if you want a blank canvas type ceremony, the three of us We'll nail it. We'll nail the memo. We'll we'll come up with something. Don't you yeah. worry. Yeah. Yeah. A six foot five guy breathing down on your neck as you're putting the ring yeah. on your lovely yeah. wife. Yeah. Telling you how it is. Telling you how it is. It's fine. Yeah. Love it. It's good. Love it. So good, mate. It's been a pleasure, and we uh, yeah. Thanks for taking the time to jump on, and uh, hopefully, if you are listening out there. You got some goodness from this episode. You got to know Brad a little bit more and, you know, the way that he likes to do his thing. And uh, look, it definitely is unique, but it is so epic. And um, it's so good to see people out there doing stuff that is a little bit uh, left of center, a little bit them, and also a luck, very much a lot you, you know, as a couple, because not everybody is so uh, traditional and needs that stock standard kind of vibe. And, uh, you know, it's lovely to see. So, uh yeah, hopefully you guys have got something out of this week's episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. That would be amazing. Yeah. We love it when you guys leave reviews because it keeps me and Tim going each week uh, to continue to bring you guys some good content and some golden nuggets to make sure that your wedding is as epic as possible. But until next week, love it. we will see you all then. Bye. Yeah. All right. Bye. Thanks, man. <laughs>